Hey, film sackers, enjoy restaurant quality meals for less in the comfort of your own home. HelloFresh's gourmet recipes like balsamic fig sirloin are over 72% cheaper than the average restaurant meal, according to Zagat's Dining Survey. It's great cooking with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. And they're offering you 12 free meals, including free shipping when you go to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSack12 and use the code FilmSack12. And by ExpressVPN. Thanks for supporting FilmSack. If you believe your data is your business, Secure yourself. ExpressVPN will secure your privacy and protect your information. Visit expressvpn.com slash filmsack and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. We agreed that my boxer would fight an 800-pound steer for three grand. Am I right? Yes, sir, we did. Yes, that sir. bull is like 2,000 pounds. Right. Okay, well, Charlie, I'll tell you something. Your bot don't fight. You don't get paid. Woo! This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Episode 511. 511. Ooh. What's the color? Uh, Amber's the color of your energy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. I'm Scott Johnson. Joining me today, Brian, I introduce you to the ambush Dunaway. Take the ambush. Take it real good. Oh, hi. Hi. Are you troubled by strange noises in the night? Does Hugh Jackman slide into your bed and spoon you while you sleep? Do you experience feelings of dread in your dead father's gym? Have you or your family ever seen the films Rocky, The Iron Giant, or that one episode, The Twilight Zone? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Just pick up the phone and call the professionals. Film Sack. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your Rock'em Sock'em robot movie needs. We're ready to believe in you. And remember, champions aren't born, they're made. Courage is stronger than steel, and if you got one shot, make it real. God, those are all real marketing taglines from this week's movie. <laughs> Who wrote these? A nine-year-old and a wife beater? What? They were 11. Yeah, well, still terrible. All right. Somebody hand me a 12-pack of Dr. Pepper, a dirty shirt, and a burrito. I'm programmed for pain and ready to sack this movie. Not yet! I almost forgot. I have to turn on the windshield wipers for my feet in my 2020 bot hauler slash mobile home for losers, as predicted by a film from 2011. But why does my vehicle even have a window for my feet? You can't see my face in this thing, but my feet are totally visible. They even have wipers. My feet don't need to see. Rain or no, that's a job for my face. All right, I'm ready. Not yet. Hey, is this burrito shaped like a hamburger? Are you sure this is not a hamburger's? All right, I'm ready. Wait for it. Not yet. Robot Rocky, go. Randy? <laughs> you, you, I'm glad I'm not the only one that noticed he said hamburger's wrong. It's just wrong. Yeah. Freaking hamburgers. Do, a, do another take for that kid. He's not going to be around long. Get him another take. All right. Well done. Also with us, Randy, Wolverine, the Wasp, Young Thor, and the Falcon, and the Blob are in this. Jordan. 
Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian, and everyone else who sat quietly through that Alexi Murdoch song that made you want to buy a Ford truck and drive it down a country road. Speaking of things that have nothing to do with the story, thank you for coming to this reading from my new book, How to Find an 11-Year-Old Who's Better at Complicated Professional Pursuits Than Adult Professionals. When you read it, you're going to learn my three rules for finding a magic child. Number one. Always go for an orphan. The more recently orphaned, the better. Losing a parent at a young age has no negative effects on a child. (laughs) Number two, get your orphan involved in your schemes as quickly as possible. The nice thing about children is they almost never need to sleep or eat or study for school. They're 100% uptime or close to it. They do have to spend a small amount of time turning down hamburgers. (laughs) Number three, and this is the most important thing, treat the kid like shit. Even when he magically learns everything the adults have spent decades learning in a matter of days, just because he wants to be loved, do not give him that love. Love is for losers, and we're only making winners here. Uppercut. (laughs) (laughs) Voice activated fighting robot begin. Uh, All right. With us finally, Brian, first rule of Cliff Club is don't keep standing on the cliff when someone tells you you're on a cliff, Ibit. This is so true. Cliff. By the way, uh, Tony Stark's mom also in this movie. Oh! Uh, thank you all for coming, as we remember Carolyn Fowler. Yes, mother, sister, ex-girlfriend who for some reason gave her son her ex-boyfriend's last name, and founder of the Smashburger Empire. It was her devotion to her career that nearly drove a wedge between her and her son Max, and we can only guess how that's going to affect him going forward. And while her love for Smashburger nearly caused her tragic and sudden death, it was her trust in hydrochloroquine because, hey, this movie takes place in 2020. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the reading of the will. I, Carolyn Fowler, being of sound mind and body, declare this to be my legal and final will and testament. To my sister, Deborah, I leave my swimming pool, my hot tub, and a collection of really cool toys. Do you like play with toys? We've got really cool toys. It is my wish that if something were to happen to me, she and her crypt keeper of a husband should spend the summer in Tuscany, where I got the idea for Smashburger oh so many years ago. I leave the rest of my estate, the Smashburger line of franchises, and the zoo I purchased to my current boyfriend, Kingpin, secret current boyfriend, Kingpin, so he can work on his mohawk and get medical attention for his overly productive salivary glands. And finally, it is my dying wish that you all move on with your lives and pretend I never existed. Don't grieve over me. Don't mourn my passing. Heck, don't even bring me up. (laughs) That concludes the will. Casserole in the back. Nice. There's a don't even bring me up was like, I just, I spent this entire movie wondering about what, when is this child going to like even mention that he misses his mom? Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. right. Yeah, Briefly that's... at the door with Deborah. Yeah. That was weird. Deborah. That was a weird thing that they just sort of yeah. swept under the Glossed rug. over. Yeah. Like it was no big deal. Um, kids yeah, pretty versatile. Horrible. I guess. She's a horrible mom. She was must little, have been something. Bad. I'm assuming she was like, you know. I don't know, very absent maybe because she comes from an affluent family or something. I couldn't figure it out either. It's like maybe this kid is totally not affected by his mom. I don't dying. tell you. We're, we're left to like fill all in the blanks. And all I can think of is like, well, all right, he's this, you know, active young boxer, good looking dude, uh, you knocking people out left and right. And this lady falls for him or whatever. And he's like, see you later, wasp. I'm out of here and goes for her. Right. And <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? They don't tell you enough about it. But the film is real steel. And uh, for some of us, 
uh, Randy always talks about how he didn't think it actually existed. Like the film is like a is a weird anomaly for him, right? Wasn't that the sure, deal? Right. It just I just did. I I missed it. I missed I missed trailers. Just, I missed the existing. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it was it came it came out during like the first few months that I had moved to SoCal and and started working. Yeah, you at were Blizzard right in the like, middle of all that stuff, right? Yeah. It was like hectic yeah, time. I, just, I think didn't yeah, like I, and, and so so when it was brought up uh, about a month ago and put on our list, I was like. This is prop. This must be one of those mo- those tiny movies. Those things that like uh, was on, uh, you know, like straight to DVD or something, and that's why I didn't. And then I'm like looking at him. Oh my god, it's huge! Yeah, like it's everybody saw him. this. Yeah. How did I miss this? Yeah, it's huge weird. Jackman. <laughs> it is huge Jackman. But this also has a as the notable uh, position of being the first movie I ever saw with Brian Ibbett in, in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. That, had that never wasn't happened. a nerdtacular film. Right? Oh right, you and I saw yeah. lots of movies in a theater. Right. As yeah, if you don't if you don't count uh I don't know if you were there for Dark Knight, but I know you're there for Star Trek and I was uh, there for Dark Knight. Iron Man two. Okay, so th- like this was like the first like intimate me and Brian sitting next to each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, you know, both hands in the bucket. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. No <laughs> shirt with two bucket. straws. Yeah. <laughs> Would you it like a, that in a bucket for only twenty five cents more? I yeah. wanted to, I'm glad you bring that up because so much in our discussions of during the pandemic and, you know, people saying, uh, you know, I don't mind the movie experience. I hope we never have to go back to movie theaters. I want to bring up the fact that one of the first things you brought up about this movie is the fact that you saw it in the theater with me. Mm-hmm. And there is there is that social aspect of of movie going that that people are going to miss and, and the, we isn't do it, miss. Yeah, I, I prefer it with friends. Like I'd rather yeah. like, well, well, I, I sure, miss yes. that, like sitting with you or having a bunch of people I like around. I don't yeah, miss the regular strangers. assholes. Can do, you <laughs> yeah. can just go. <laughs> I don't miss. You know what? The lowest ri- suck you know, at like, fruit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Dunway, for me, it's for me, it's comedies. I, oh. uh, I have, a, and I've, I've had uh, big debates with people who disagree with this. So I, I understand it's not the, the most, you know, the most majority opinion, but there is something about being in a crowd of people who are all laughing when it's time to laugh, yeah. mm-hmm. that is very joyous to me. I right. really enjoy that. And, and telling. I, yeah. And I can't, I can't imagine ever seeing like every comedy I'll ever see the rest of my life being sort of alone in my living room, mm-hmm. you know, like that it's just not the weird. same. Yeah. There were some weird people laughing during uh, one of the last movies I saw in the theater, which was the invisible <laughs> man with uh, Elizabeth Olsen, yeah. not Elizabeth Olsen, Elizabeth Moss. Moss yeah. And, yeah. uh, uh, th- that there was no real comedy in that movie, so I don't I, know why there were people I know, laughing. <laughs> I know people hate me at the movies because I know that my my family doesn't. They like going to movies with me, and they don't because when I see a movie, even though I'm with other people, I really watch it like I'm alone, mm. and I I will laugh out loud <laughs> and as 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 loud as I want to. Yeah, don't well, hold back. Out loud is fine. I mean, that's even you know. in, even during bad things. I mean, bad things can happen. If it's, oh, if really? it's too you sappy, like I might the, laugh that too, oh, and then really? I'll, I'll look around like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you have this thing that you moment. do when something uncomfortable happens in a movie yeah. that I've heard you do. Yeah. You do it on the show when the intro has something in it. You'll go. I'll suddenly hear Meh! like that. I'll hear that. <laughs> and uh, I have no laugh filter. I love that. No it strikes me. I laugh it. There's this whole other side of the coin for me with with the opposite of comedies, whatever the opposite of comedies is. And we're, we happen, yeah, we happen to be recording this on the the day of the 2020 Oscars, and uh, you know we don't know yet at all what's going to go down there. But yeah, we um, do. it's going to be no Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I uh, you know like this is like 
a, a thing for me every year of my life. I care more than I should about mm-hmm. these movies. And there's a kind of movie that we're, we're talking about. And so like Nomadland, for instance, is a movie where I want to take it in. I want to really take it in like focus and I kind of want to be alone for it. You know, like oh, you're, yeah. you're looking at, at scenic South Dakota and crying. I don't know why South Dakota cries when uh, Chloe Zhao takes a picture of it. But, <laughs> you know, yeah. like you look at that, like I don't really need to be surrounded by strangers to enjoy that. Yeah, I, only watched, I only watched those by myself, like No Country for Old Men. I was like, I saw, I saw like the first 10 minutes of it and, and other people around me. I'm like, nah, I'm watching this by myself. This is. This is something that I don't need anybody going, you want popcorn? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> We're watching a classic here. <clears throat> yeah. It's a double edged sword. You can be free to be yourself, but you don't want anyone else being free to be themselves. So right. You, you exactly. Wanna, That's yeah. me. Well, who, who knows how that'll all go in the future. But for now, uh, I can say it was a nice time then in 2011. And here we mm-hmm. all are 10 years later talking about real steel. So this movie directed by Sean Levy, nothing to do with any of the famous levies in Canada. Uh, uh, starring Hugh Jackman, Evangeline Lilly, and Dakota Goyo. This kid kind of stopped doing any, anything in 2014. Um, I don't know what happened, but his, well, his he childhood... He did everything he whatever. needed to in this film. Yeah, you know what? He decided, eh, I'm not going to get sucked into that crappy Hollywood yeah. youth structure. Yeah. I hope that was it. <laughs> that I was the reason. Too, right? <laughs> you, might, you say that, but the agent has updated his picture recently on IMDb. Oh, maybe he's coming, he's coming back, baby. Uh-huh. I don't. He's I don't know. Full Thor now. He can, I don't he can do know, a TV Thor. For sure. <laughs> he's almost so, full Thor. <laughs> yeah. So mad. I, I like. It's like. Oh, what a cute kid. That was a cute. That's a kid. That cute kid. 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 Oh my gosh. That kid. When in some yeah. of these. Uh, and some of these depth of field shots where they've gone and added extra color to his eyes. Ooh, bad. Yeah, he's a cute and then kid. you go to you go to IMDB and he's like an angry twenty three year old. Yeah, he looks oh. pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he looks pissed. He's definitely uh yeah, he looked like around my daughter's age and, and he is now. Um and that's about how old she was when we saw the film. She remembers it too, and she remembers thinking that kid was cute, which I just thought was a fun yeah. aside. Uh, I, uh, I would watch yeah. him in like a, a, a TV series, Thor, where, you know, he's always pissed. He's no humor Thor. at all. Just yeah. mm. Teen Thor. You know, yeah. Teen Thor. Call it Teen set. Thor. Uh, Teen Thor. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I, I See, like we idea. got an idea. Disney Plus. Come on no, over. It's a, it would have to be Young Thor because of Young, yeah, young the Rock young, and Young yeah, Sheldon. Right. So, oh, right. right. And Young Indiana Jones. That's the thing. This kid's credits include Young Noah, Young Thor. Young Tommy Conroy. Seriously, I'm just reading the name really? yeah. that he has played. He's always he's always flashback version, huh? Yeah, right. Young Tommy Conroy in uh, Happy Town. That's a bummer. I, we should be uh, well. I guess he quit in 2014, so you don't really have much else to look at. But yeah, that Noah movie. I forgot he was the he was the young version of Noah. In that. Maybe maybe he went to school. I know, hard to believe what? a young person would just. What? Stop just choose acting to go for to a minute. Go How to school. That? How is that even a thing? Make himself better. I don't know. I mean, he yeah. started in uh, JoJo's Circus TV show as Little Blue and uh, at the age of five <clears throat> or very young, 2005. So that would have made him whatever that is. Uh, right. Something. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but I thought he did like this is some of the. Uh, I, I thought it was great chemistry between our three primary actors here. Oh, for sure. It was just yeah. amazing. And I really, I really bought Dakota Goya's. He was, uh, he was great. He's a good kid role. actor. They, if there was a way to go back in time and fix the prequels, you'd put him in as Jake Lloyd's character and just get, you know, make a proper yeah. Anakin. Like he's, he's just, he's, he's great at what he's doing. Every time he danced though, I, I threw up a little, just a little throw yeah. up. 
You know, it was 2011, mimicking. <laughs> you always blame this on the time the movie right? came out. Was, I'm well, telling you, that was never. We all danced like it that. Was 2000. In no, they didn't. It was weird because it was it was supposed to be a it was a 2011 movie based supposed to be in 2020, 2020 but yeah. they were they were stealing 2003's vibe. I'm like. What's going on? This yeah. is a really weird a little out, of, out time of time, right? Film. Yeah, it didn't feel like but it, it was. Is, yeah. It was a weird addition. It was you know the the movie? Does it know exactly who it's trying to appeal to? Is it trying to appeal to the? Would you take Rocky your kid Pains. to this? Probably no problem. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. see any problem with taking a kid to this movie. I, no. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you, but <laughs> I I, just feel, I feel like we're getting a little bit negative here on a movie that is just so freaking fun. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. pretty oh, adorable. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, I'm, it's, I'm definitely it's like not so, coming down. It's so on constantly it. joyous that I'm like, yeah. I don't I don't even know who like who is it appealing to? Everybody, it just wants everybody to have a good yeah. time. Yeah, it's yeah, a fa- it's was, the epitome of a family film, and I actually would highly recommend yeah. it as such because I I, I think it's. Yeah. kind of perfect for everybody it's got something for everybody there's some fun world building uh some actual heartfelt moments i feel like they were kind of earned not just yeah. throwaway stuff like that um and even the seediest moments are not that special seedy. that yeah. i enjoyed seeing in the theater more <laughs> <laughs> i could totally see that even like it's like like we talked about the was mom it called not we, without we, my robot was that the that was yeah, the right. <laughs> There were so many heavy topics in this film, and they never they just kept taking glancing blows from all these yeah. terrible things like deadbeat dad, extortion, you know, right? Uh, all just all oh, these uh, terrible things, yeah. and they just kept taking glancing blows and laughing about it, and just it's having like a good time. Char- Charlie and Bailey's relationship had so much potential. And it was just right. like she she's just kind of a hanger on who is apparently some kind of mechanical genius, but they don't even really steer into that. She has a and gym, then, but now nobody's in it. And, and then yeah. like eventually he uh climbs into bed with her and, and she smiles a little bit. And oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, I guess this is happening. Yeah. But it was sweet. It was sweet. And well, then she sweet, had the But there was no setup for for those two, like even in the, uh, when they were talking in the gym before and he tries yeah. to be romantic with her, she kind of pushes it off and says, no, I yeah. like money more. Yeah, right. And then I'm kind of like, in the Paul oh, Rudd here. I'm not just, yeah. <laughs> and then, Oh, hey, she's sleeping. Uh, right. Okay. I could just close. That was such a weird the- thing because it's like, that's that, that moment, like a country song come to life. Cause I'm like, I, I miss you, and instead of using the whole bed, even though you haven't been here in almost a decade, I'm going to leave like a spot in the bed for you to just come mm. lay down with me when you're ready. You know, when you get through on your travels. <laughs> I watched this movie with an 11 year old boy, and I'm here to tell right. you, there's a lot of lessons that I'd prefer uh, my kid not be getting from me. <laughs> you know, like uh, that crawling into bed with a woman that you where you right. don't really know if they do it. That, that's uh, but like paying a bunch of money for a child and, yeah. and hiding that fact. And so like, there was just like all these things that outraged my kid. Yeah. And he was right. And rightly so. In fact, if anything, I was kind of, I was taken aback by some of that stuff. Cause I don't remember it. I don't remember him trying to yeah. buy his way out of, a, out of his kid responsibilities. And I forgot yeah. about they did all of that. On it. And yeah. so as a result, it's so, it's so like, well, all right, whatever. We're going to go fight robots. Like they just got past that stuff. Hand wavy. Yeah. Yeah. That it never felt, um, I don't know. It, it, 
it, it felt like, hey, maybe the future, everyone just takes things less seriously. <laughs> right. Like, right. It's all good. Like, I don't know. It's all good. Except for Rodeo Bill. Oh, my He's Lord. Angry. Dude, freaking oh, Bean yeah. Fork. The minute Bean Fork showed up, I got so excited. <laughs> I love that guy. I love him. I love him in everything he ever yeah. does. There's something about him. I just cannot. That's what, He's one of my favorite actors to just be surprised he's in a thing and he right. hands his shit up so hard how do you hard. feel about that accent oh it's horrible it's horrible <laughs> but it's it was so intensely bad. i mean you were supposed to just hate him and boy did i hate him it oh, was yeah. 2011 we're, everyone did weird bad voices back in 20 we're talking about messages. kevin durant yes, yes. kevin durant bean fork <laughs> bean fork yeah that guy. oh my god <laughs> I love him so much. Okay, for those uninitiated, a lot of you already know this, but the reason I call him Bean Fork is in um, 310 to Yuma, the, the remake in 2007 yep. or whatever. He's Tucker. He, yeah, he's he ends up getting killed about halfway through that movie by Russell Crowe, who is handcuffed but gets his hand on a bean fork because they had yes. bean forks with Cowboys did. And he pulls him over and just <laughs> stabs him in the neck repeatedly until yeah. he's dead with yeah. a bean fork. So he's called Bean Fork now. That's his it's, name. It's nice. It was nice. But man, he really played. I just they gave him so little material. Yeah. But I, by the time he was done, it's like, yeah, yeah, Falcon, it's, you take him back out there and you just keep <laughs> living. I actually my my alternate introduction or greeting or whatever was going to be. Uh, someone talking to him and basically all of the other actors uh, to, to describe the movie to them. Like it's, it's like you are all hustlers, every single one of you. Yeah. Like if you want a story, you need to go to another movie. Kevin Durand, you're a hustler. Anthony Mackie, I'm sorry, you're a hustler. Uh, Hugh Jackman, I mean, if you think about it, all he does his whole movie is try to hustle his way yeah. through through yeah. success. Yeah. The only people in this movie who aren't hustlers are you Asians. So you guys, you guys are dismissed. Like you can, yeah. like you, you're actually professional. No, you're, you're, yeah. you're here. Like you're, you're competent. You're good with robots. Mm. Yeah. That's what we decide you're going to be good at. Everyone. So like, so like as soon as I saw Kevin Durand at a rodeo, I'm just like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is the hustler that I want. The, and, and he kept showing up. It's great. I was, yeah. I thought they were going to just drop him. But man, he has the best smile ever. Oh, dude, nobody's yeah. nobody is <laughs> freaky and creepy, and I'm about yes. to die if I'm near him, kind of thing. But then also weirdly got some kind of weird charm going on. I don't know what his thing is, but it's a it's a it's a look that will never let him play the leading role in romantic right. film. Right, yeah. right. But <laughs> certainly not a rom com. But uh, but he will always have a career as the the shady friend or the. Yeah. Uh, backstabbing nemesis or whatever always or the blob yeah or the blob always, yeah yeah <laughs> or the blob yes. yeah i, I realized <laughs> I, I just roped, <laughs> i just roped the russian lady into the the phrase asians but i i think it fits yeah, i yeah, think yeah, she's yeah. i think she's you know uh, russia is mostly asian yeah continentally I look, speaking i had to look yeah. her up and see if she was really because i thought her accent was so bad heavy terrible yeah, well just just bad terrible. i was like oh no i guess she really is a I guess European. I forgot where she's Olga, from. Is it Olga Fonda? It's Olga Fonda. Yeah. How can you? Yeah. Uh, her no, name is Olga. No, her, you her name, it's not Olga Fonda. <laughs> she was born in, in. She was born in Comey, and then she lived in Moscow for like years. Okay. Uh, yeah. She's she's legit Russian. All right. Yeah. It's just funny that because it felt like her accent was so. No, so I'm, with, I'm with Ibit. I thought this was all fake. I was sure of it. Yeah. Like I yeah, heard yeah. that and went, what the yeah. frick is that you're doing? That's so bad. Yeah. But I guess they it's didn't some. give her many lines. No, but what the ones no, they no. gave her sounded like she was faking that accent hardcore. Yeah. Uh, totally. But I loved that. Even that stuff, which is a little cartoony, but the the competition stuff was just another, like this was Rocky one's ending. 
It was 100%. absolutely just really rocky. Was. Yeah, because yeah. he didn't. They didn't win, but they they won in the hearts of the audience and yep. only lost it by technicality point stuff. And it may as well have been somebody yelling for Adrian at the end. Well, yeah. and the, right right yeah. down to the um, the mythological reference. Uh, the character you're fighting against, right? Uh, yeah. Zeus yeah. is the father of uh, Apollo. Oh, shit. You know? It didn't yeah. even occur so, to me. Oh, well, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I kind of like that. This, I this like movie that. was, this yeah. movie was, yeah. This, there was nothing. I wouldn't say there's anything new going on in this movie. There, <laughs> we've seen these movies a million times, but they had a lot of fun with it and they just leaned into it. It's like seven it was, movies. It, 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 it recalled uh, How to Train Your Dragons yeah. so many times. Oh, yeah. I was just. So many. It was the same freaking music when the kid and the and his dragon, his right. night fury, finally <laughs> right. kind, of, kind of bond. It was the yeah, same yeah. exact yeah. scene. Yeah, it's very the, similar the, to that. It's also got kind of a. Um, I mean, there's a little bit we, of Iron Giant. In there, I couldn't I decide if it was more Dutch or over the top with the, over the parent top. child relation. Do you guys remember Dutch mm, from the nineties? Oh yeah, with, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Ed yeah. O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, yeah. forget it. Try to Google Dutch right now. Dutch film. Good luck trying to find the 90s film with really? him. In it, it. What, it what exists. Comes up instead? Yeah, There's it's... a 2021 movie called Dutch, and apparently oh, it's, just, it's overtaken the Google search. Well, here's the like, ni- oh, 91. It's in here. Ed O'Neill, if you look at 90B directly, it's in. It's Ed O'Neill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you go look is. for it, and yeah. But if you Google it. Oh, it's Ethan Emery was the kid. That's funny. He's yeah, it's, uh, Papa, yeah. Papa Giorgio. Anyway. But That's before, a John Hughes written film, my friends. Yeah. John Hughes directed. No, Peter Failman. Sorry, I made that yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, but then the other one, yeah, you said over the top. That's totally what I was thinking because you got uh, the, the semi truck kind of cross country yeah, business, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, practicing outside of the cab of the truck all the time. Lots of shots. It yes. just made me go, oh, yeah. Remember over the top? That's what this is. Did, did really you guys decide to meet that movie halfway? You got, yeah, nice. Did you guys, did you guys notice the feet window in the truck? Yeah. Or, I mentioned it during my intro, but I was like, I'm like. The what window? The feet the window. The feet window. Yeah, you had like a little transparent foot uh, area. Yeah, the, the, in the window. Really? I'm sure, I'm sure somebody will write in and say, yeah, these transport trucks where you need to see the road where you're pulling. Like, I'm like, whatever. Uh, it was <laughs> It was so silly because when they would get in the truck, you could never see their faces in the truck. All you could ever see was their feet. Yeah, you're. And I, huh. I noticed I that as well, but weird. I, I assume that was some futurey idea. But I could be wrong. They, they did. Yeah, they did. You, they seem to go where only your feet drive. Well, they seem to go. They seem to go out of their way to not to future up everything. Robots were kind yeah. of it. Yeah. Everything else seemed like uh, today. You know, the cars didn't really change, and it was sort of normal. Everything looked normal. Except for robot right. fighting, and then little hints and like Texas still hated New York. It's all yes, yeah, yeah. Same stuff. Xbox yeah. 720 logos, junk like that. But uh, yeah, for the most part, it, it, you know, they tried to stick it in the in the reel of the time, which I think is to their benefit. By the way, yeah, don't yeah. try to world build too much because you're going to distract from you know the focus of your movie. But right, you get to you get to have one extravagance when you go near future, yeah. and the one extravagance in this movie is is robots, like how they work, what they do. Because, right. because it's it's insane. Like there was not any any uh, understanding of math and physics yeah, involved yeah. in the making of this movie. Like yeah. it's just like what you know they go way way over the top with what robots could conceivably be like, right. and it's great. Yeah, because it is. everything yeah. else around it is totally real. Well, okay, I will say it's great. Except let's go ahead and nitpick. I don't like the voice activated stuff. I also don't like the shadow oh. stuff. I don't know how you should do it. Like I joysticks like the alone, shadow stuff. It was, it was okay, but how the hell is it tracking him? Like, there's some problems right. with oh, I, that tech. Oh, yeah. I wasn't worried about the tech. I was worried about how do you 
humanize something. So it, it would have been real easy in 2011 with the CG we, we had at that time to really just lean into just CG fighting, and that would be boring. It was great to see Hugh Jackman in the back shadow. It, it really brought a humanity to it. No, you're right. You're I, right. I think, I'll give you that. Yeah. But also, they had, a, they had a temptation here, and they never did it. And I'm, I don't know whether to be super pleased with them or wonder if they... Uh, okay, I'll, I'll try to explain. Movies like this are tempted from day one of production to mm. make the robot sent more sentient than it's allowed to be. Yes. And yes. they didn't do it. They had moments of like, oh, it's sort of staring at itself in the mirror, but not really. That's, it's not really. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the only moment I felt like, oh, they're kind of going into this. Just a uh, little bit, right? Yeah, but they yeah. weren't really. Self-aware robot business. They weren't really yeah, we, doing it. They were just sort of saying, you know, here's the. Here's grazing the. the yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So give me the trope alert and I'll give you the name. All right. Here it is. Hold on. <laughs> It's called Maybe Magic, Maybe Mundane. <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, you know, b- basically here, you know, you have hints of Adam being sentient, being dropped, right, but it's right. never explicitly said, except on the DVD commentary. In the DVD commentary, we learn that Adam's fight with Metro was originally written to confirm that Adam was sentient. So right. basically they lose a connection to him and Adam goes on fighting without Max operating him. Uh. And the the filmmakers realized, no, wait, let's let's go with the better trope, maybe magic, maybe mundane, because that will capture the imagination of the audience. Right. And it did. It was perfect. It was it yeah. was played yeah. right down the middle. I liked that they did it that way. I would prefer that it, over me trying to then go, oh, okay, now I gotta right. feel for this thing. I already do feel for it because humans naturally do when we anthropomorphize stuff, we go, Oh, all right, familiar. It has eyes, it it moves like me, it, uh-huh. you know. We we it's easy for us it has to take a, a weird vote. smile, right? Peter, all right, so Peter, I want to ask me. you guys. I want to ask you guys. Think about all the movies you've seen. Does have a Give weird me an smile. example of this where we don't really know. Is that thing sentient? And and, and it's better because of it. I got I got the best example, but oh I want to know. Gosh. Um, I think they always cross the line almost ninety nine percent. Yeah, of the they time do most of the right. time. They like make it obvious, or they don't like or don't do it at all. Right, right. Um, right. And that works. By the way, if you're twelve, that's amazing. That sort of idea. It's great. Yeah, you know, the yeah. machine came to life. No way. Rad. But I don't think it works on adults. That's why I think I respect this so much. But um, I can't think of anything. Uh, Terminator would have been funny if it was never sentient. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Randy, what were you uh, thinking yeah. of? What was uh, or if anyone else has guesses? Anaconda? The Anaconda seemed kind of sentient. I'm when thinking like I'm trying to remember there's gotta be a movie where like something happens and they look over at a jukebox in the corner and like, did that have something to do with it? I don't know. And then it just moves on. And either they make right. the jukebox smile or <laughs> right. yeah. I actually I was actually thinking about hot tub time machine because it's oh, a okay. it's a really like a ridiculous <laughs> example of does this hot tub know what it's doing? Um, the best example for me ever is Mjolnir in the Avengers movies, because Mm -hmm. Mjolnir is supposed to just be a weapon. It's just a weapon, but they decide we're going to tell a story about this thing where everybody's trying to lift it and they're trying to get the philosophy of it. Right. And they all slowly come to realize this weapon is deciding who gets to lift it, you know, like, but they right, don't right. really say that they, they walk that line between the two mm-hmm. and that, and it makes it really, really funny in my opinion. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it when I just don't like when I'm being pandered to. So, so this movie being a little bit like uh, hinty that, or, or moments of like, is he there? Is he, you know, does he know what's going on? Is there, 
And so therefore, are we, is this bad? Like, are we, are we beating up a life form for our entertainment when we thought we were stopping people from killing each other or hurting each other? Now we're, now we're just doing it to another life form. Yeah. Like all those questions. Or a bull. We might, we might sometimes. Yeah, that was, yeah, the PETA, the freaking PETA people must have been pissed in 2020. But anyway, but yeah, Yeah. that's my point. I think it was. Yeah, go ahead. I, I thought it was good because they it, because this this character uh, it, Adam represented way more than just you know man's interaction with it. It was also a place that he was kind of a surrogate for his father and allowed them a communication. Hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of children talk about how sports uh, you know really bonded them and their parents, and so there were there was a, he's a bridge yeah. somewhat as well, and so it, he he served many purposes and. One thing they didn't do, which I was I was I was feeling like the story wanted to, but uh, Carl Yoon, the programmer uh, that came out of retirement to program uh, Zeus, uh, you know, he really wanted this sparring bot, and I was kept thinking, well, somebody threw that sparring bot away, and it was special. I wonder if this was his earlier on. Was it some of his uh, earlier yeah. work? And he knows something. And that's the, and that's the thing. That that's a great it. plot point to like yeah. have in the film, right? But, right. But, but the th- nice thing about the film is that you can have these sort of thoughts, and it doesn't really doesn't take away from it. You know, like you right. can like I I was I spent a lot of this movie wishing that this was a series that just would go on and on and on oh, yeah. because yeah. I want to get into Anthony Mackie's character. I would really like to understand. Oh, yeah. How, this, how did he get to be this? What what is he even? Yeah. And but at the same time, I don't think it takes away from the film that it doesn't it doesn't find out it doesn't teach you what. No, it's some of that. See that stuff I think is good world building because I'm left to to fill in those blanks and those are fun blanks to fill in. But I want to say something about Anthony Mackie before we move off of him. Everyone knows him now, of course, as the Falcon and lots of other stuff he's in. But uh, what I like about him, and I realized he was doing it here, and he does it in Falcon and Winter Soldier. He kind of does it everywhere. If there's any kind of like underlying systematic or otherwise a little bit of racism going on in the scene, right. his facial reactions to that stuff, he <laughs> is so, so good. good at oh it. my so god, it's yeah, good. Exactly. It's him so good. Being out, outraged at Kevin Durant was way better than him punching Kevin Durant. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That yeah. was just a really great moment and it was good to see him. I'd forgotten he was in this entirely and so that was that was cool. Um, and also, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I, I liked his character. I couldn't figure out, I was trying to go through his backstory as well. I'm like, was he a promoter at one point in time? Is he always just been into gambling? Uh, because there's another aspect of this film also. It's like, uh, replacement, uh, we're being replaced Mm -hmm. by these robots and automation. And, and so it was like, there were so many places they could have went with this film. Mm -hmm. And instead they stayed right on the rails it gave us this film. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was. That's what I was going to actually add to this because the director had said, you know, somebody said, "Well, why isn't this all super sci-fi looking and stuff?" And he says, "The reason we only said it in 2020, which is only 10 years in advance, like all all decade, you don't see that much change." He says, "Distant futurism is an extreme kind of science fiction." I wanted the mm-hmm. world to feel really familiar so that the characters would feel really relatable. The cell phone we used five or 10 years later looks different from today, but the diner still looks like a diner. And I, right. that's a really that's a really smart, I think. Yeah, and because uh, diners won't change over the next ten years, probably right. diners will probably right. still look the same. Plus, I like the juxtaposition of of big gnarly robots that are kind of beat up, especially the one at the zoo yeah. or whatever it was. The oh, I love oh, the yeah. I wanted more the of the zoo mishmash parts. Yeah. And, yeah. Even Max the robot. zoo wasn't that bad. Even the zoo 
I mean, this kid grifted these guys for like two thousand dollars, and they didn't even. And they just freak paid. Out. No, they like, just paid. Oh, paid. I'm like, there's out. no okay. way. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, that's Here's exactly there. it. That's another. You got me, kid. Here's your money. I'm like, yeah, come on. Yeah. I wanted them to just insert, like, give me 30 seconds of escrow. Like, there's a service <laughs> on all of their amazing iPads right. that they go to to put in the money. And then, yeah, and then yeah. it makes sense because there's Everybody's no way these guys cash. would. No, you would mean their, their translucent HP um, tablets that they had? Yeah. Pretty yeah. Cool. That was the most unbelievable part of the future that HP would use. Yeah, the HP would have anything to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> and we were right. We were right to believe that. They didn't do right. anything intentional years i you know the most unbelievable thing for me was that you you could just break into a junkyard in the middle of the night and find a robot that, and that was home. that was that was probably the hardest part for me in this whole movie was accepting the fact that there was no karma for them stealing this robot i it mean buried in like, the mud. those buried in mud first of all the kid is rich apparently he's always been rich and i'm like look at this you know freaking privileged kid stealing a robot and you know going out on the road and be ah i was just like ah the, oh. the, the economics math doesn't make any sense right like, I, I agree it, in reality you yes you could go to a junkyard and get the husk of a really awesome car and, right. and if you stole that husk and took it home, you know, you, you wouldn't have spent any money. But guess what? As soon as you start rebuilding that car, as soon as you start putting an engine in it and so on, you're about to spend tens of thousands of dollars. And it's like, I just don't understand why this movie doesn't care about that reality, you know? Man, yeah. money was coming and going so fast this whole movie. It was just like stacks and stacks of money just coming and going. Yep. Sure. And there was still, you know, lots of chicks in the bucket left with the other people that yeah. uh, Charlie owed money to. Sure. Yeah, or yeah, the yeah. other robots. The other robots. How, I, I spent the whole movie waiting for some of these bots to come back. Like right. a oh. revisit. Like, what's the name of the amazing Noisy. first one? Noisy, Noisy Boy? Boy? No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, like, yeah. I, would Noisy say, Boy. I was just like the whole movie. I'm like, we're going to see the head of Noisy Boy on a robot, you know? Yeah. Nope. Right. Never happened. That two-headed female <laughs> looking uh, double-headed. Twin Cities. The Twin, Twin Cities. cities. Yeah. yeah. I thought that would, uh, it looked like two uh, it looked like a mishmash of two. Well, they look like two yeah. of Optimus Primes or something to me. Like, yeah, yeah. Man, I had trouble with that one because I was like, I was like, for a second, I was like, oh, cool, two heads. I was like, oh, that'd be stupid. I yeah. mean, that it wouldn't work out at like, all. Especially when they're both just pointing <laughs> the same way. It's not like, you know, they had one that could. That, that was permanently the other way so that it could like twist and still fight backwards yeah. and twist and like, you know, but it was like, they're both facing forward the whole time. I was like, okay, well, what's the point of yeah, that? What is the yeah, point of two heads? Uh, I got, I do have a question that maybe you guys can answer. And I had a little bit of Mandela effect with this movie. And my memory was when the kid showed up, uh, he had just like the shirt on his back and his backpack or whatever. And they and apparently dumped him had off. Understrength that wife right, beater. And, a, and a wife beater under that. And then in my head, he, ran off for a while and in his backpack was a small robot and he went into an alleyway <laughs> and he got, and he got some other, there were some other kids there and he had like a little alleyway fight between little robots. I was, I I'm this, still I sure. I on Netflix and so I only got whatever they serving. It's like, well, I'm sure they didn't cut it out as far as I know, but I, I think I've thought of it's from something else. Yeah. I, I don't remember what that. Yeah, I don't, be. I've I don't mushed them together. There's something about, ah, it's like, <laughs> One of those love, one of those love death and robots segments or something. Before we leave the, the names of the robots, have we ever talked about the trope called red Baron? No, let's hold uh, on. 
Curse this trope. So Red Red Baron, man, it's just when you're so badass, mm. you don't even have a name. You just have a you just have a, a nickname. Like, and and all the robots in this movie are like that. Nobody yeah, yeah. nobody uh, ever started with. Well, this is my version three point two of the X five robot. No, 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 no. They're right. twin cities. They're Midas. They're Zeus. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. noisy boy. They're, they're, yeah. res- they're wrestling names. This is not really wrestling boxing names or, names. or fast and the furious car names. I mean, right. I don't know if they do that in the Fast and Furious movies. But <laughs> I was going to say, I was just thinking, did they do that? I, was, I don't know. I've only seen one. And it I was, even, uh, I, I've only seen one. <laughs> I, even looked up, I looked up a list of I all the we've watched two on here, haven't we? Oh, have we? Have <laughs> <laughs> you done that? I think we only have seen the Tokyo Drift one. We've yeah. seen two. Whatever we watched. And that's not yeah. the one we watched. No, we watched <laughs> two. We watched two. That's all we've seen. Okay. I, yeah, I looked okay. up a list of the robots in this movie, and it's a bunch of things I didn't even notice because this is the first time I ever seen it and so there's like right. there's like bots named blacktop the bot out of hell oh. stick shooter the sheriff of robot town gridlock the bronzed <laughs> yeah. bodybuilder and then there's one called axelrod the wheel yeah. spinning fist fighter and i'm just he was like, in yeah. yeah axelrod was in actually we actually saw axelrod leaving uh a fight against zeus still punching the air <laughs> yeah his torso was punching the air but, but the but uh, what it reminds axelrod. me of is it's monster trucks that's what this is it's just yeah. monster yeah, truck it's names monster truck yeah because the monster trucks it's all those dumb names the alligator yeah. hey mr. he's Pib. not dumb bigfoot's a cool name there's no mr pib i don't know why i said that yeah. <laughs> anyway, this, Dr. Pepper. In this, yeah. movie. <laughs> this this Red Baron trope does really, really recall Rocky, where everybody is yeah. the master of disaster, the king of sting, the Italian stallion. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. And I think that's why it appealed to me so much, but also that they just laid into it. They didn't have a problem yeah. just assuming the world and then going for it. They didn't have to spend a lot of yeah. time convincing me this was all okay. They just said, yeah, this is how it is. And I think Hugh Jackman deserves a bunch of credit for selling it. He's great in this. He's right. just mm-hmm. perfect, lovable hey. asshole. Like, he's an asshole, but he's lovable. Yeah. And me, Hugh, Hugh Jasshole. Yeah, Hugh right. Jasshole. <laughs> Let me tell you, Evangeline Lilly did an amazing job because almost all of her acting was reaction shots, and she's alone in almost all. All like a lot of the shots, right. she is alone yeah. acting, and still some of them she's crying. Yeah. I'm like, that, that was nice. She's st- she's good. still a big Hollywood crush for me, but um, I also yeah. know that if I met her in person, it would freak me out because I hear she's this tiny. She's like two feet tall, right? Well, you can tell she's tiny in this when she's just standing next to Hugh Jackman, who right. I don't think is a huge guy. No, he's like six right. foot, maybe. Well, he's not, a huge guy. He's not, right. he's shorter guy. than me, but. Right. Yeah, like yeah. the and fact she's, that she's so small. Why was like a little elf? Yeah. Why why did, why was baby uh at, at the premiere of this film? Why was uh baby? Baby? Dirty dancing baby. Why was she Oh, Jennifer Grey? Why was, she, was Jennifer Grey at I, I was looking at the promo photos and Jennifer oh. Grey just pops up and I'm like, "What was what was Jennifer Grey doing there?" Oh. Then I realized she was uh at the time she was married to uh oh, what's his face? Marvel boy agent. Yeah, of, Clark uh, Gregg. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tolson. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know. Are they not married anymore? No, I think they, I think they, they, they just got divorced. Oh. He died, you know. This was in he the didn't movie. die. Oh, no, he, did. yeah, he went to Tahiti and he came back. <laughs> Tahiti, it's a wonderful place. <laughs> yeah, he died I, in the think Marvel I think their daughter was actually in this film. Hmm. I think that's what happened. But I don't see her anywhere oh, in the credits. Really? But I was curious. Yeah. I was like, what, what was she there for? Does she look Jennifer like Gray. she did when she was younger before she had her whole face redone? Does the daughter look more like real Jennifer Gray, like the original Jennifer I, Gray? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Don't know. Probably not good for us to be talking yeah, about probably, that. Yeah, probably not. My, my Jennifer Gray boyfriend is uh, <laughs> Billy Baldwin. 
I, mm. I, oh, I, yeah, yeah. In my mind, they're together. They're, they're still, they never together. left. That was never, yeah, never a problem. <laughs> it's a moment in time. Uh, we got to talk about Re- James Re- Rebhorn in this. Uh, so oh, yeah. he played Marvin, the uh, Dr. Death looking uh, dude that Brian Marvin, referred to as a Marvin. But Marvin. he is um, the money the man. Rich, the rich money husband. Bags. He's in a yeah. billion things, but the thing I always remember yeah. him from is the final two part uh, Seinfeld finale. He was the lawyer that was trying to prosecute uh, George uh, and. Jerry. And oh, that's right. Yeah. So he was the one that was I, like, oh, I've only seen that episode guys. like once. Right. It's just so depressing. It's a, it's not, you should watch it again because it was by its nature going to depress you because it was the finale. Final, if you yeah, go right. watch that now, it's legit freaking funny. Okay. I'll and back it holds it. up it's in a way that people forgot because they were all sad when they watched it. So you got, I, right. I'm telling you, I had the exact same experience and having watched it again, it's a whole new thing. It's great. Yeah. But uh, I, I yeah. connect him with uh, being the dean at the college uh, scent of a woman where oh yeah yeah uh, his brand new convertible gets, you know, drop paint on from uh, right. Uh, yep. What's his face? Wasn't he no, in the game? He was that weird yeah. dude yeah, in the game. The only, it's the only film sack film I could come up with for Redhorn. Oh, really? Uh, he's a Red 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 he's been in so much stuff. It surprises know, me that that's the only thing we've seen him in. Yeah. He, he picks good stuff. Wait, did we sack Independence Day? He no. Was in that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, we did? Did we? Yeah, we did. No, did we second Hold on day? a second. <laughs> I think we did. Okay, vote real quick before you look it up. Okay. Who said, who I'm going to say I'm, no. I am I don't remember doing an intro for Independence Day. I'm I don't either. Sure I could do. Okay, okay. So I think you, we did, but uh, Randy? I'm going to say no. I don't <laughs> think we did, because right. I just said, did we second? I don't think we did. Okay. All right, I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, <laughs> hold on. There we go. What? Let's see. No, that didn't work. Why did I spell it wrong? I did. Okay, hold on. I'm fix the spelling on that. Uh, whoops. And uh, pen. Nope, we have not done. Oh my God! Independence I Day. We've done Independence Day. Yeah. Why have we not done Independence Day? Didn't, didn't probably it, because it hasn't been available for us. Yeah. And, and I, I imagine that every year I go looking it up in June to see. If I was going to say, can we, can we lock it in for whatever we did? Whatever we we've do done like three. July. We've done like three other of those Emmerich movies, and I'll bet we're just thinking we've yeah probably just yeah, done it. That's you what know? I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, it should be on. I mean, it's on. It's got to be on our list. I think it just never shows up anywhere. For sure. Yeah. Now, do we ever want to see that second one? Is the question. And my my heart tells me no, because it's. Bad. I mean, I saw it, but not for film sack. Uh, uh, I think actually the second one. I don't know. You think it'd be yeah, a good sack? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It'd it'd makes be, it'd be it'd be it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. Anyway, I, I, like I just want to close out. <laughs> I want to close out the topic and say that James Rebhorn feels like he's 45 years older than Hope Davis. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's the whole point, right? Is that he's got this young, hot wife. He's going to do whatever he can to make sure that she's happy. And right. I like that. I like the fact that he was like, we want the child, but uh, don't mess up my Italy trip. Mm -hmm. So she's five years older than I just looked it up and I, Uh I just looked it up. He's only 14 years older than her. Oh, okay. in real life? Yeah, he's 65. Or, when they made this movie, oh, uh, they, he died. He died in 2014. No, he didn't, what? did he? Yeah, yeah he died. Redborn gone. <gasps> 2014. <He> <laughs> Boo! Gone. They got only had Boo. three years to live. He didn't know when this movie came out. He was only going to be around for three more. That sucks. Man. All right. I hope Kevin? he made some good stuff after this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> Nasty taste it, huh? Where's Kevin Durant these days? Film. What's Kevin Durant uh, up to? Let's make sure he's Sean, not dead. Okay, he's good. That's true. Yeah, this would, this would be a good... This would uh, way better than wagons 
West or whatever. Yes. Uh, Wagon's East final film. Or, right. It was Wagon's I've East. I've still yet to watch that. Yeah, East though, because West would have been normal. East, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Oh, right, that right, actually right. makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> it's East. That's the joke. Wagon's West. I think it's an actual movie though, right? Wagon's West. It I think that's is. the whole joke. I think Wagon's yeah, West is an actual true I old no West. Yeah. Um, you guys may you said the chick in the bucket earlier with some of those other robots, but I feel like that's true. I'll grab a bucket. Oh, so no, we'll, we'll give you the that. The chick in the bucket is all the people that he owed money to that he still. Yeah. Oh right, he still owes money. Yeah. Yeah, after that beautiful, like, natural, it was like the natural there at the end uh, when yeah. they're raising their heads to the sky like they like they won, even though they yeah, lost. But, you know, there was no, like, uh, turnaround of the, okay, I'm going to live with my dad now kind of story, right? It didn't go yeah, yeah. that far with the trope, which I was really, I'd forgotten, and I was really impressed with. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, but well, uh, we all knew it was the right thing to do, right? I think that's, I think that's what they... They just, maybe, they just removed. Maybe they just this, removed all the roadblocks for us. They're like, no, you don't need to think about that. Let me get this out of your way too. Maybe, maybe it. they didn't never do a sequel because as soon as they left the stadium, he got shanked in the parking lot for owing something. They're about to do a sequel. It's called Rock'em Sock'em <laughs> Robots coming out in a in very short. That really time is here. happening, yeah. isn't it? Starring Vin Diesel. Oh my yeah. lord, are we really doing that? Vin Diesel is the grown up. Uh, <laughs> Oh my the grown god. Up Alex or Max, I mean Max. Uh, yeah, Max, the grown up Max. <laughs> um, I gotta find oh, that's that. great. I'm that's... sorry, but you were about to give us another chick in the bucket. Oh, I was gonna say the for me, maybe it's just because I want to live there, but that um that New York City apartment slash and uh gym at the bottom, apartment at the top, and then beautiful uh-huh. rooftop yeah. business. Yeah. Holy shit. I don't think you can yeah. Look, if she doesn't, I want to live everywhere. I hope it's rent controlled. Yes, I'm saying like, I don't know how any of that works in New York anymore, but I wanted that place just looking at him like, oh, if it comes with Evangeline Lilly. Great. That's a bonus. But (laughs) they they captured uh, they captured the working man morning in this film that you usually don't see in this kind of film. Hmm. It's like arriving early morning, going to work. And it was just like, and especially if you're working like something that's entertainment or anything, arriving at the fair when everything else was basically dark and this oasis of lights. Okay, yeah. okay, but but this Alexi Murdoch music video on the beginning of the movie is weird. It doesn't. I, but I liked it. I love that. Song. I thought it, it was discordant, but I liked it. I didn't I find it discordant at all. To me, you liked it. you're required to. All human beings have to like <laughs> Alexi Murdoch songs <laughs> set over countryside landscapes. I'm right. a sucker for it. I'll admit it. They got me with yeah. that. I went home and I remember in 2011, I got home immediately and bought that song. I was so into it. Yeah. I bought the whole album. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, this guy's great. And he still is. And that song's still good. But I mean, sure. Does it jive with the rest of the movie? No. Yeah. But, Were they pouring the syrup on my pancake pretty heavy? Yes. Sure, I sure. Yes. Sure. I haven't started eating this yet. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Go you ahead. haven't even eaten it. You're hungry. Sometimes you need a little extra syrup on your pancake. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I can't Pour find this Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I don't believe you that it exists. I'm, I'm looking at Oh, Vin yeah. Diesel. The Rock'em Sock'em. You've seen Rock'em Sock'em Robots okay, coming I'm out. Yeah, at, the coming out, man. I'm looking at Vin Diesel's thing. He's got Fur- Fast and Furious 10 announced, Furia announced, Muscle hey, announced, and Guardians the, of the Galaxy. I'll give you the Hollywood Reporter article because that's where I heard about it. Okay. It's brand new. It's brand right. new stuff. Like this last week, it got announced. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, then it's brand I, new stuff. Now I have belief in you. I believe in you. How are oh, they going so, to oh, head pop need, straight up? That's what I want right, to know. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> although he looks, he looks weird in that picture that you just posted. I don't know why. Okay, it's weird. so let's let's talk about Vin Diesel for a minute and his uh, <laughs> his his bodybuilding uh, and how he does how he works out and stuff. He plays he World takes of Warcraft. Long periods oh. of take a break and then he like jams the gym so he his 
his body shape changes a lot. Who Vin Diesel does? Yeah, Jim Jam. Vin Diesel. He okay. he looks different every time you see him. Just about it's according to what he's doing. Who else is he's in this? He's a master sculptor of body. Oh, they're saying uh, okay. No, this is Fast and the Furious business. All right. Well, I'll look forward to their rock and sock and robot attempt and hate it yes. probably here on film here sack. on film sack, exactly. I, but i think i before i see this is my first viewing of real steel and i was a doubter but after seeing this film i'm like okay they might yeah. could do it if they could figure out a way but they can't do it just well, like this yeah but in this case it's an original well not totally original i should give some background real quick this thing was uh based on steel short, this was, was a, a 19 story. yeah 1956 short story by i am legend author richard matheson it was yeah, previously yeah. adapted into a short teleplay for the Twilight Zone called Steel in 1963. Yeah. I Have would you guys seen like that one? Um, I went that. back and watched. I scrubbed it. No, uh, I, I, I wish I, I would have known remember. about it sooner. I would have watched it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, scrubbed it. It's, it's weird because um, it's not like, okay, so this is Twilight Zone. And when we think of robots, we're all primed for Transformers, you know, after Transformers came around. But robots before were humanoids, essentially. That, you know, and that's how this was. This guy had an ugly mug, just like the worst Twilight Zone prosthetic stuff. And he was just a robot, uh, you know, like an android. Oh, look at that. It's got a quite a cast in it. Um, yeah, it does. It's Twilight it's Zone. his name? Old, old time uh, Western actor. I can't think of his freaking name. So I'm not going to. William Holden? Is that who I'm thinking of? Uh, anyway, I think maybe. Oh, Lee Irvin or Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin, that's it. Right. Lee yeah. Marvin's in it. Now, that that story doesn't involve this, you know story of the kid and everything in the twilight zone but it, it more has to deal with the idea of sparring robots and are they human and you know and what do they feel and that kind of stuff sure different thing but this is where the inspiration came from i guess right right which is yeah I mean, obviously I, they went in a very different direction <laughs> or took in a lot of it, different directions but yeah the movie just doesn't answer the main question, which is, can they solve a captcha? And I don't, I don't know why. I, I, <laughs> That's the truth. It can't truth identify truth. a crosswalk or a parking meter to save its life. Yeah, or a yeah. taxi. It's like, I, dude, the stress yeah. I feel watching those. I'll, I'll click two of them because I saw taxis no front, front, yeah. punt, yeah. and then I'll see one where it's like, is that a yellow? What is that way out there? Is that right. a yellow taxi? Yeah. And if I That's don't click stress. it, then what? And if I do click it, then what? Ah! Right. Oh, I've gotten to where it says you didn't click all the boxes that have taxis in them. Like, uh, great. What is there one behind that boat? <laughs> no, that doesn't. What pisses what me off is when they yeah. right. What pisses me off when I get it all right and then they go, "Okay, you found the boats. Let's see if we can find the buses now." And we're gonna do it one more time. Right. Too. Or I'm how like, about a hill? It. Yeah, I'm the out. The hills and mountains are the ones I hate the most because I know there's a hill. Back where I can't see it behind all those houses. Right, right. Do I click it because I know the existence of a hill? Yeah, exactly. Course, or you know that if you travel far enough, you'll run into a hill. It's it's there. <laughs> right, those exactly. are at least yeah. at least those are halfway sensible. It's the ones that are like one giant picture that says click all the squares that have the the stoplight in it. Oh, oh that's yeah. the worst because sometimes there's, there's a, a little over pitch. here. Yeah, like a pixel. And you're yeah. like, well, does that mean I select that entire square? Or right. do I right. not do Realizing, it? Realizing, of course, this is just all up to the judgment of you know, the individuals yeah. who what made if, the original What choices. if it's measuring stress and it doesn't actually care to get it right? <laughs> right, probably so. A, a, bot would, a bot wouldn't have like a delay where it right. considers. He took four seconds before he selected that sixth picture. Right. I think that's a human. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's uh, it's been a good side conversation that we've just had. It was, it was good. fantastic. It was good. But oh, I, I want to get back to what Scott talked about. The yeah. biggest the biggest problem in the whole movie, of mm. course, is that uh, voice 
the voice control. That <laughs> Amazon would be Echo the control. Slow, yeah. That that is the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> the voice control is the slowest interface you could ever use yeah. in in an event that requires you know split second movement. It would be moronic, is what it. Left hook. Damn it. Yeah. Duck. Damn it. And and some of the commands he was giving was like, "Get out of the corner. Get out of the corner." I'm like, that's yeah. not a command. Get right. out of the corner. Right. You got to be more specific than that. The ro- robot's not going to know the answer to that. And if it does, then it is sentient. Yeah, it's like yeah. saying, uh, "Hey, SIRI, what what food am right. I in the mood for today?" Mm-hmm. Right. Also, I I was bothered that the movie decided to go with Zeus being a, a learning AI yeah. because it's like, okay, well then no one can beat it, or or right. everybody is going to have a learning AI, and now it just comes down to who puts out one extra pound per square inch of power. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. it's just not. I I, I don't know. I, I didn't. Well, know that okay, extra. but that, I guess that, that was the conceit, right? That was the the only thing that could beat something like that would be a human because it would be a, right. That's yeah. the, that's the concept. But see, here's here's a fundamental yeah. issue with that, and I think it speaks to what Randy's talking about. And I don't know how you know it's a movie, so whatever. But if this was real life, these wouldn't just be. Um, the analog of boxing, like that's right, not what right. we do. We do what like what we do with Hardware Wars now, or right. other you know robot. We're putting a things. forklift on that one. Yeah, we're doing. You do all stuff. kinds of crazy shit in an arena with like right. explosives and weird blades, and you do all of that. That's what you do. You don't go. Let's right. make this just like boxing. I don't think that right. is right. how this ends up. But it it did it it kind of he's it kind of talked about the progression going from you know humans weren't enough. They weren't. Uh, you know, we needed to go to the next level, and but they never got there. I, it does. It does seem like a weird progression. Well, also, it, assume, it assumes a reality in 2011 that boxing was at an all time high, and they had to convert to robots because of just how pervasive the problems were. And that right. just was never true. Like right. boxing's way lost its. You know, no one gives a shit about boxing anymore. Not really. Right. Not like they used well, to. Well, that's because now we've got more violent sports. Yeah. MMA you're saying, yeah. sort of took you're it over. You're saying this got eight days after uh, we all went and watched Logan Paul boxing? Nobody right? watched that. Who, who watched that? Yeah. Nobody that cool. Nobody, no, nobody I want to spend time with watched that. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. But it was it was a surprisingly big event. Like it yeah, yeah. like it, it got it got a pretty big crowd on pay-per-view, it, you know, some It is hilarious because of the few people that I did know, thirteen-year-olds, uh, they were <laughs> couldn't wait for him to get his butt kicked. That's what yeah, we were there to be, see. That would be the only reason I'd watch right. it is specifically to see Logan Paul get or Logan right. Paul get beat. Did he get beat? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. What was the deal? Uh, Logan Paul beat you know, he, a total tomato can. They put it, it right. was a, he was up against a wrestler, like a, a, yeah. a pretty yeah. a pretty successful wrestler, but also someone like sixteen years older than him. Yeah. And it just like uh, Logan Paul just hit him in the face a couple times, and it was right. over. But wait, what, um, I thought it was the what happened tomato cannon. What? <laughs> Tomato can. can. Tomato can. Tomato can. Tomato can. Okay. But I thought he fought. What's with Floyd May- Mayweather? I thought that oh, was. Oh, not the- yet. That's, no. that's He's trying to get that fight, right? Is it, Did he secure it with this, this victory? That basically what he was really trying to prove is not that he's tough enough to beat him, that he is big enough draw to warrant a, a fight. Yeah, right. Scott, if you want to see Logan Paul get beat down, you need to watch his next fight because he has nowhere to go from here. He has to fight an actual boxer next. Okay. Yeah, that'll be that'll be something. I'm I'm into it cuz uh, Hey, don't get me wrong, that the guy has obviously spent a lot of money, a lot of that YouTube money on training, you know, he's he's physically large enough. I don't know about his skills. I'm not watching it because I know it's all, you know, spectacle. That's oh, what he's, he's buffed it, it out. Really is, 
It really is a hundred percent spectacle. Like the, it doesn't the the sports side of it, like right the physical right. ability side of it, is meaningless to everybody. Right. Well, let's face it. You know, he, he's put in a lot of work. He's he's done the things. I'm sure he's a competent fighter. I can't even beat up a baby, so I would never. <laughs> I would never call anybody. Oh, I put money on, on you. I put money on you versus the baby. I think you'd win. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll Gordon, see. They, yeah, we just have to see. We'll have to see. The baby's a huge trash talker. <laughs> and right. So Don't know doesn't really know. <laughs> right. That's all spectacle in the end. Um, all right. What else? Oh, your um, uh, gross me out moment is audio based, but I'll play it now. Okay. Do you have any? Well, here, let me do this. <laughs> Always gotta gross. Do that. All right. What do you guys think grossed me out the most? Oh. Was it uh, Kingpin and his loogies? Nope. Oh, those good. were nasty, that's but no. Good. I thought about those. All right. Uh, it came at a moment yeah. that was actually a nice, sweet moment, but then a, a thing happened and I went, oh, gross. Yeah. Was it Was <laughs> I, it the crawling in of Hugh Jackman nope, and Bid? Nope, that, yeah. nope. That's fine. Although she took too long to smile, and I think that's because his, uh, his little potato grew just an inch that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think this was particularly gross, but I laughed out loud when the day after they find Adam in the mud and come home the day after yeah. Hugh Jackman has cleaned up nicely, but the kid like all boy children Bump. has not taken a bath because no one yeah. told him to yeah, and right. required him to no one forced this child yeah. to take a bath. So he is dirty. AF. Yeah, I saw He's him covered in mud on the list on the top 10, but not, uh, I kept thinking, Oh my gosh, get that kid. You know he just stinks. He's a stinky little poo bean. Yeah, the kid is with two. The kid is with two adults who aren't doing any parenting. Right, right. Well, I'm gonna uh, since none of you seem to know, I'm gonna play a, a, some audio from this. There's the first time that Hugh Jackman up on the roof with Evangeline Lilly, they decided to have a little kissing time. Okay. Okay. Mm, Listen to this sound. Time. This is the sound they made. Here you go, dude. Oh yeah, he I was, hate he it was, when people get their nose half covered, half like not able to breathe yeah. on someone's cheek, it, and they just. Was a nose whistle like a? I'm not saying I'm not saying take a deep breath before you kiss, but if you don't, you might end up in a situation where you got to suck in a lot of air through your nose. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you that's may a, look stupid going. We're we gonna kiss now, okay? <gasps> okay, let's go in. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. I hate it. It's gross. It let's may look it. stupid. We're yeah. gonna play it one it more time. It may look stupid, but it's better than the. You're you're right. Here's one more. Uh, don't do yeah. it. Uh, that was it sounds like the sounds that when you open a uh, a Dr Pepper. Actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another Our unpaid endorsement of everyone's favorite refreshing drink. I'm drinking one yeah. now. I actually have a can of Diet Dr Pepper right here. Nice. Oh, Zero sugar or... Uh, I ran out of those because they were so good, and now I'm, oh. I'm left with this crappy Dr. Pepper. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it sucks. Anyway, uh, so there's that. Uh, what else? Uh, I wrote to... Oh, uh, they never... Oh, I uh, know that. We already talked about that. <laughs> but uh, they didn't, you know, and it wasn't they didn't do. Uh, they didn't. Oh, I did write... Well, I, was, I just thought that when Zeus walked by the kid for the first time and turned at yes. it... And then, like, kind of bong, bong, by. I thought that was that was badass. so awesome. Yeah. That that's the one thing they that's one thing they did sell in this movie is the awe of uh, of you know of their love of the sport. I mean, both of them, the the son and the father, both, even when they thought they might get their butts kicked, all they could do was just be amazed. Yeah, they love yeah. it. 
They loved it. It brought, except, it brought amazement in me too. I was like, yeah, ooh, that was cool. Except make up your damn mind on acting. whether the controller does anything or just your voice does something. Like, right, which right. is it? Is he walking with your hands? Is he, is he, are you telling him to do that? Like right. before the shadow yeah. stuff, I didn't like the difference. I don't know what the difference between voice and that. What's the controller for is what I'm saying. What's yeah, the for? controller was the I guess the original interface, and then the boy put in the you know the voice recognition, voice and the shadow boxing was a different mode. Yeah, but so, the big the yeah. the big fancy expensive Japanese one had a controller. Noisy noise boy, yeah, noise noisy boy. boy. It had a controller. I just didn't understand. It, he did, and voice control, so it yeah. had both. And so did all the other opponents that they would fight. The guy, right. at the what the, they the, explained the, it by saying that the Brazilians really pushed it or something to they they really liked doing the voice activated stuff. And oh, like, see, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, like oh, the Brazilians. Oh, oh, the uh, Brazilians yeah. Let's go to let's go to Bing right. Stadium and search for porn. Right. Uh, I did anyway. like how they kind of. I did like how they kind of like did like looked at the progression of how uh you know the sporting event you know changed over over the world based on local fighting styles and everything we didn't really get to see any of that yeah. right but still well, you know what you should have seen is shadow mode was still on when he leaned over and kissed evangeline <laughs> Lily after the match did he did they didn't show up but did he go like re- lean over for <laughs> a <head> smack <laughs> i don't know <laughs> his hand sideways pants sideways and these two robots making out right? <laughs> Oh, that'd have been great. Figure out a way to give us some closure on him and Zeus. They By the way, yeah. you would be the most popular kid on your block if you had a fighting robot. You would never get a moment's peace. Oh, ever. No. Ever. Yeah, imagine that. But I mean, I had arcade the- games growing up, and I thought yeah. there, there's nothing better. No, giant robot would get you more. If you're walking around the park with your giant robot, I mean, every kid in a six-block radius is going to be all on you. Oh, I got to find it. To make the world of this movie more realistic around the kid, I was imagining what would it be like if, in reality, a major driving circuit like IndyCar or Formula Mm. One or NASCAR was suddenly getting dominated by an 11-year-old? Like somebody somebody just put a kid in a car and he was amazing. Mm. I am almost positive that was a VHS straight-to-video film (laughs) with Snake Plissken back in the 2000s. Oh my god, that's funny. What was it, six-pack? What was it, six-pack? Or what was that? I just figured it out. It's Big uh, Big Hero 6. Oh yeah, Big Hero 6. The younger brother had the small robot. He'd take it into the alley and and fight with the other kids. Oh! All right. And, uh, wait, am I the only one? Am I the only one who spent this whole movie calling Adam Baymax? Because I was like, <laughs> oh man, that Adam is gonna hug that kid. That kid needs a hug. Where's yeah, Adam? Where's yeah. Baymax? Right Where's now? Baymax? He's I was Kenny his Rogers belly. in the six pack from 1982. Yeah, Kenny Rogers movie six pack. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> that was there's, for some reason that was a thing kids. my parents rushed out to show us. I don't know why. Right. Don't remember why that was such a big draw, but my parents. Were like, oh, well, we it was it was, the, it was the bad news bears for NASCAR, essentially, right? Kind of, except it was way gentler. It was like a PG, right. you know. Just to, a, to finish my thought, yeah, if, sorry. if in reality NASCAR was suddenly being dominated by an eleven-year-old, that would be insane. Mm-hmm. It, right. it would not be some kind of like. Oh, uh, adults are now talking to this kid, and he goes to he goes up to the luxury suite and uh, gets to sell his car or whatever. No, it would be insane. The yeah, people yeah. around that kid, that kid's dad and his agent and everyone around him, yeah. would be 
constantly on television. Yeah. They would be like, yeah. it just like, and, and, and you know exactly why this never happens. It never happens in real life because you have to build up really fine skills to, to compete on that level. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. You're, you're right. But also look in this case, he was basically just an owner. So I wonder if that would be weird. If you had a kid who inherited yeah. a giant fortune, <laughs> it'd be weird, right. but, but he's not the kid driving the car. For example, if you had some, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a kid like right. that. There really isn't. Modern. And they kind of mm-hmm. they kind of shortcutted some of that stuff by having his dad being a you know a retired boxer as a promoter. So he's you know they they kind of took some shortcuts to get there. You know. So yeah. Yeah. I'm I love looking. I love that his dad was really really famous like three years ago, but he's now yeah. living in obscurity. That doesn't happen either. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I did like the fact that you know they had Maxi. I mean, because it would have been so easy because he kind of portrays a little bit of a, you know, a privileged kid and, you know, and, and, and he's got everything going for him, but then he has to earn that robot by digging it out himself. Right. You know, his dad made him do that. So yeah. they, they did some, they made some really smart choices in this script. And, yeah. Uh, I, I think they I, pulled I think it off. Really it well. should have been the real stupid. Yeah. And instead yeah. it's real steel. No, yeah, except for the name. The name is the worst freaking name. Yeah, I didn't want to see this movie because all the merchandise and no, we're not merchandise, but the taglines and all the. Well, it's the name of the stuff. tournament, though, right? Like it's real steel is the tournament slash yeah, that least, league. Yeah, that was stupid, too. So <laughs> it's, also, it's also like it's serving a double purpose, right? Because like right. in order to succeed in some things, you need to. You need to have real steel. You need to be a yeah, a yeah. really strong person. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I get, I get the double meaning. It just, it, it just felt like if they didn't put any more effort into the title, yeah, you know, yeah. how's this movie gonna go? Yeah. I mean, like I read those taglines here, right? You read, you heard my taglines, right? Mm-hmm. No, I heard. Yeah. Them. Yep. yeah, make it real, yeah. right? Make it real. If you got one shot, okay, 2011. They're featuring that one shot song by Eminem mixed in with a 50 cent song and a bunch of other stuff. It's pretty cool mixes, but one of the taglines in a 2011 movie, this one shot came out in like 2003 is the tagline. If you've got one shot, make it real. I'm like, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> so they one do, shot, do not miss your chance to go. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Knock once in a lifetime. Yo, yeah. yeah, mom spaghetti. Champions are born; they're made. Yeah. What? Yeah, no. standard real slim shady mom spaghetti. All that mom spaghetti in uh, the robot is it, broke now. Yeah, there you have it. Uh, by Don't the way, spaghetti also, robot. You get some bonus points for using a crystal method song. Anytime anybody pulls one from the Vegas album, I get stoked because <laughs> I love that album. So they did use that when they when they went to the Bing Stadium. Oh, I don't yes. know if you guys noticed. Uh, I have some voice work from him later, but. Um, uh, dude from oh, I forgot we had clips. Oh, you guys hungry? I'm hungry. Ah, oh, great cooking with HelloFresh is what I want. HelloFresh offers 25 recipes, more than that actually, 25 plus, let's call it, featuring a range of flavors, cuisines, and ingredients, so you'll never get bored. So you get to try something new every week, and more extras than ever before means HelloFresh's selection of delicious add-ons is getting bigger and better every week. Featuring quick breakfasts and lunches, protein, savory sides, and crave-worthy desserts. Oh, I'm craving it now. I don't even know what I'm looking at yet. HelloFresh delivers uh, fresh, high-quality, pre-portioned ingredients, so you can make meals that are delicious and nutritious right away. So, 
If you want something that offers a convenient contact-free delivery right to your doorstep for easy home cooking, then look no further than HelloFresh. Recipes are easy to follow and quick to make, and they delivered these pre-portioned ingredients so you're not overbuying, which is, you know, a burden on the planet. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to customize your orders every week. So you can add extra proteins and sides, change up the serving sizes when you have guests, that sort of thing. Or just double up on your favorite recipes so your box works harder for you. All right. Go to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSack12 and use the code FilmSack12 for 12 free meals. That is just crazy. That includes free shipping, by the way. It's amazing stuff. I love everything they make. I don't even really have a favorite. So be like me and find out why. Go to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSack12 and use the code FilmSack12, that's the number 12, for 12 free meals. That includes free shipping. Also want to thank our good friends at ExpressVPN. Yeah, that's right. ExpressVPN is here to make you a more private citizen. A few years ago, private citizens were largely that private. Well, what changed? The internet did. Think about everything you've ever browsed, searched for, bought, watched, tweeted, whatever. It's all saved. It's all collated and collected and dug through and aggregated so third parties can have this permanent record, your record. They get to sell your stuff without your permission. In an era era when everyone's online, I don't know, everyone's kind of a public figure. So this is why I go to ExpressVPN. There's hundreds of data brokers out there, and they all want to buy and sell your data. The worst part is they don't even have to tell you about it. ExpressVPN uh, lets me have a connection that gets routed through an encrypted server, and my IP address is masked. So every time I turn on ExpressVPN, I'm given a random IP address shared by other ExpressVPN customers. That makes it way more difficult for third parties to identify me and harvest my data. I really like it because it's simple and easy to use. You will, too. So if, like me, you believe your data is your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Visit expressvpn.com slash filmsack and get three extra months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash filmsack. Go to expressvpn.com slash filmsack and learn more. Dude, oh, we should do clips. In fact, you know what? Let's do clips. I'm doing clips now. I'm doing them now. Let's do them now. Um, Sound like you're about to say something about I know, wait. Uh, I was, but I'll get to it. Thought. I'll get to it. Don't you worry. He's right here in these clips, so I'll just get to it then. Uh, let's start with this one. The judge from Seinfeld. We're supposed to go to Italy this summer with my oldest friend and his wife. Two months in Tuscany and all over. James Redhorn. Yeah. Rest in peace. Marvin. I didn't know he died. That bugs me. Um, maybe I did know that. Uh, let's see. You... Something money. You sold me for 50 grand. You owe me half. I don't have it. I spent the money on a robot. It's gone. It's gone, see? It's gone. It's gone. It's not here anymore, see? All right, here's some Japanese from the kid. Apocato Nikai. Okay. That's great. I just don't, I don't like Hugh Jackman. Not like just talk like a normal person. Like we, I I know he spent like 20 years trying to bury an Former boxer. Hustler. Just use it. Just let it loose. All right. He's that guy. That guy can do stuff. Um, here's well, the natural um, accent is Australian, so I exactly. Just that. use that. No, just use it. It's All right. fine. Okay. All, All right. right. Here is the Falcon talking. A bot who ran with the big boys in the WRB. B. <laughs> uh, World robot. Yeah. Brothers. What was the What was the B for? World robot. Bouts? 
Bouts? Battles. 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 Battle. 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 Boxing? boxing. 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 Sure. Of course, boxing. Probably boxing. I forget this is a boxing sometimes because they do have kind of like boxing gloves on. They're not really boxing gloves. They kind of look like boxing gloves. I always think he said RBI, which is runs batted in. Best run That's batted not, in. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. All right, here's uh, C and H-A. Cocky and half-assed. All right, that's good. Cocky and half-assed. <laughs> well, which is it? It's uh, the new buddy cop film coming. Right, cocky and... <laughs> I'm convinced that uh, Hugh Jackman was called for a day for ADR work, and he said, sorry, mate, working on a new other thing. Making Wolverine. Can't come in. Get Right, get, get the blob to do it. Because here's what he sounds like when they did ADR, and I swear to you, this is not him. Ah, yeah, that's before your time. That's a generation one. That doesn't sound like Hugh Jackman at yeah, all. Does it? It really, yeah, it really doesn't. Kind of. So I think they, he, uh, they had a stand-in for that stuff when they were mm. in the rain. I could be wrong. Uh, what do you do oh. with your pants when they're little? The places that would let you fight this robot would make you pee your little pants. Pee your little pants. <laughs> your little pee pants. your little pants. Pants. I like that guy, by the way. Yeah, he's Little great. Pants. He's yeah. great. Uh, the, the, as a leader of the zoo or whatever his name was. Yeah, he was great. Although that was Hugh Jackman with the pants, but yes. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. That was him oh, saying uh, right. early See, on. It doesn't sound like there either. I know. he's Maybe he just doesn't sound like himself. I don't know. All right. Uh, this is interesting. Um, I heard, I got an email from uh, someone claiming, I can't prove this, someone claimed <laughs> to be Brian's girlfriend from prom. Yeah. All right. Okay. Usually I get these from your parents, but for whatever reason, this game came from, she called herself Ibbets GF. So I'll just assume this is true. <laughs> and this is what she okay. says about you after your prom day. This is a recorded reaction at the time. So here you go. Lean, tough. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Boy, my, uh, my high school days. Uh, Jeez. Yeah. Totally different man. Lean and tough. Lean. Oh. Tough. Yeah. No, no. Know. She was just telling me to lean. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then so what? I could lean in and... and <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, kissed her, you know. yeah. I like yeah. my beef lean and tough all right let's move on to this uh you're you're a bad bet he tells his pal or uh, he kept calling him every uh, anthony mackie used a different like dude man or brother yeah. all the time Homie. in the same sentence yeah. so here's that and as much as i like you dude you're a bad bet brother <laughs> dude brother <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, two in the same sentence is weird yeah, yeah anthony mackie anthony mackie almost doing a hulk hogan yeah. All right, here's a, the hamburger thing again. I told you I hate hamburgers. All right. Hamburgers. hamburgers. Well, it's like it for emphasis, he's extending it. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's it's before we start doing that. This is before we start doing I hate hamburgers. Uh, like Jocelyn. Uh. Like Jocelyn. Uh. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of that. <laughs> What's wrong with your hamburger hate? No kidding. I want a hamburger now. I may get one today. Um, yeah, all right, here's a stupid good. chant. On like ping pong in Hong Kong. In Hong yeah. Kong, yep. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. stupid. Gosh dang it, that's stupid. All right, her accent sucks. You're 15 minutes away from getting in the ring with Twin Cities. I don't know, man. I still say <laughs> it sounds real. fake. It's real though. It's real to me. It damn sounds. It. <laughs> it sounds so fake to me. I can't, I can't figure it out. All right, the kid yelled something I can't make out. So let's do translation time. Here you go. What do you say? Oh, jeez. Oh. Any ideas? Galabunga? Was he like a turtle? Scene? I don't know what he was doing. He was yelling at one of the early I matches. I wish you. I wish you. I wish you'd captured that a lot longer because, in context, I understood it totally. Oh. oh, all right. Well, I didn't. I couldn't. I had to back up and record it. I couldn't understand it. 
Um, I may have actually, I may have actually had uh, closed captioning on, so yeah. I understood it because it was translated for oh, me. Oh, I should yeah. have done that. Yeah. I always forget to do that. You guys are smart when you do that. All right, here's this is too loud. I wrote anywhere you name it, we will be there. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, okay. Anywhere you name it, we will be there. So it is, it is translatable. Yeah, you can get there if you just do the work. <laughs> and you don't need to say anytime, anywhere, any place because the anywhere and any place a little bit redundant. Pick one. Agreed. Oh, you're going to love this redundant thing I got coming up. Oh, good. good, I got some good redundancy. Uh, Before that, though, some porn placement. Welcome, everyone, to New York's Bing Arena and the real... Yeah, go in there and do some searching, <laughs> get some porn. I hope you're sitting in our safe search off section. Yep. Safe search off. Yep. Uh, all right, here's the dude. Oh, okay, so here he is. Dude in the backseat in Pulp Fiction. He's Hermes on uh, uh, oh, yeah, Futurama, yeah. Samurai yeah. Jack. I forgot. Always at name. Dragon Con. What's his all name? The time. What's his name? Help me. Lamar. Lamar? Yeah. No, Phil Lamar. That's it. Phil Lamar. That's it. Yeah. Oh. You just said Lamar. <laughs> yeah, so Lamar. And then I said Phil because like, you weren't getting it. So. Oh, so, because I wasn't getting it. Right. You were giving it to me piece by piece, and I just wasn't getting it. <laughs> well, here's him doing his thing. Well, Herb, if you ask Talk Machido, Team Zeus has lost their mind. Fry, we need to leave. All right, that's a terrible accent. I'm, I'm uh, sorry. I'm, I'm still stuck to two sound clips back. How the <laughs> hell? How the hell did they know to name it Bing Arena? Um. Because, well, because Microsoft paid to have their name used and put right. Xbox 720 up on the wall. Bing, Bing was a Microsoft name in 2011? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bing's yeah. been around forever. Bing history. Hold on. And it wasn't even called Bing. We're going to like Virgin American Spectrum Ring Arena, Bing, Ding Along. Oh, no, this is, a, this is a fictional place. Yeah, the place is the fictional movie. for sure. Um, yeah, I just I can't. I'm but blown Bing away itself that. has been around for a bit. Um, I'm trying to find Microsoft Bing. Here we go. Bing was launched. Bing, in you two, Bing that 2009. So they were actually in the thick of trying to promote that thing by 2011. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. nine, the year we started this show, Bing launched. You should put. You should get that on your web TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just that's it's a it's rare that you see a movie like and it and it actually works out. Like that, that could actually be the name yeah. of an arena. Oh, in yeah. 2020. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. This like, was that's um, just weird. It was uh, like, unveiled by then CEO Steve Ballmer, 28th like, of May. They could have named it. They could have named it after <laughs> literally dozens of Google products. And, and it wouldn't have made sense into actual 2020. No, I agree. Like there's yeah. so many things that could have uh, gone belly up. Plus, because uh, they, yeah, they cancel everything. So call it Stadia and, and a good chance in two years won't be there anymore. <laughs> Welcome to Google Wave Arena. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Can you imagine Google Wave as the arena name? That's amazing. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Biggs, Junior. Welcome to the Biggs, Junior. Okay. He's great. Junior. Um, all right. This laugh from uh, Bean Fork is pretty great. Here you go. Partner. <laughs> Partner. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. And Actually, then, that's pretty good. This made me laugh out loud. How about 100K deep? Is that funny? Is that funny? 100K deep. Mm-hmm. You going to let me place this bet for 100K deep? Like, I mean, he went nuts with that accent, <laughs> and I appreciate it. I appreciate he it. He did commit to the bet. I'll give him that. Yep. Um. Oh, this is how you scoot around copyright. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for close to ready to rumble like yeah. just this much <laughs> yeah you have to pay somebody yeah nice work 
All right. Got to pay it is. Buffer. Here it is, Ibit. This is the worst writing. It's super redundant and totally dumb. Right. Twice in a row okay. in the same sentence. Here you go. Steel smashing or metal smashing metal. Metal smashing metal and steel smashing steel. Steel steel being a metal. uh, So I don't know what they're thinking there. A composite metal. But then I failed chemistry. And then the final line is this is a brawl. Dude, it's boxing. It's a a definition of a brawl. (laughs) Dumbasses. Hate that writing. All right. I miss this sound. I don't get that much anymore. A crowd, yeah, just a big crowd, like just the the sheer volume that yeah. represents, or even a positive, cheery version of that, like a BlizzCon noise or a or whatever, just where they just it just shakes the room to hear that many mm-hmm. people in unison. I miss that. Can't believe I miss it, yeah. but I do because I don't like crowds. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there you go. That's your those are your clips for today, and that leads us directly into this mess here. Whoops, I'm in the wrong place. Okay, right here. It's the film sack checklist. The only charming actors left in Hollywood are from Australia. Check. I really like the Tron score lady. Check. Yeah. Mm, yeah. She was cool. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only saw her yeah. twice, but she was sorry. Like Soriyama was the thing I thought of. Oh yeah. The yeah. artist uh, Soriyama. The, isn't that a, that's a computer lady, right? The, Am I thinking of something wrong? Isn't there? Is there thinking performing? of something? Anything? Like, okay. The oh. artist, the artist uh, Soriyama, who did a lot of robot-looking ladies that look just like that. Oh, okay. It's not what I was thinking. I was thinking of there's a performing Japanese like stage thing that's like a, pol- a hologram projection that's super popular. Huh. They sell out. I like, don't know of any of these things that you oh. people are talking about. I think we played a song on TMS once. That's it. I'm pulling up Bing. I could be wrong. Yeah, look up Bing. <laughs> Pull up Bing. Yeah, yeah. Bing Stadium. Stadium. Um, all right. And then finally, is uh, it's 2020. Let's get an Xbox 720. Now, what's funny about that is they were right about the launch year. They got that yeah, exactly yeah, right. Right. Yeah. They just didn't name it 720 because that's 720. Dumb. And, and they could have. And they could have. Microsoft should have called it the 720, and then they would have had the 1080. And then, like, they could have just like kept going and going. The the Xbox 1440. Like, I'm down. The problem is it gets associated with those, those numbers get associated with resolution. And I think that's why they left mm-hmm. it. Like if the 720 mm-hmm. literally could be taken as 720p and that's low based, uh, the you know, the Xbox uh, one was a fully capable of running 1080p at 60 frames per second. Anything lower than that looked weird. And so now to have a brand new one with 1080p and a 4K world, that just sounds bad. You know what? You know what, Microsoft? You need to you need to let Apple teach you how to number things. Like just you just go numbers. Xbox One should be followed by Xbox Two. How is this so hard? It's just like right. so, just do the Sony way. That's exactly right. Uh, the uh, Apple has its moments of screw though, like where they 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 got stuff with iPads where there was a gen, there was a generation or two there where you're like, which one is which? They're all called iPad. Right. This one's called right. the new iPad. What is yeah, that? Don't use new, right? Yeah. Like uh, new Super Mario Brothers. No, because yeah. after all, it's going to be old. Yeah, yeah. It's Freaking dumb. new kids on the block. Right. Yeah. That exactly. was a real stupid era. All right, let's move on to connections. I got to think that uh, dead guy was in Star Trek, right? Wasn't he? Right. James Rebhorn. Yeah, Rebhorn was he in Star Trek? Did that happen? It feels like no. it should, but I don't think so. All right. Well, then, what oh, were no. our connections? I guess. I have- I have two Star Trek connections. Okay. Um, 
Let's start with Tom Morello. Uh, he had a he had a walk on part in Star Trek Insurrection. He's actually one of the aliens, kind of standing around. You talking uh, about the bass, or the, not bassist, guitarist Tom Morello? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, Tom Morello. Yeah. Uh, he also had a starring role as Crewman Mitchell in the Star Trek Voyager episode Good Shepherd. Uh, we don't see him in Real Steel, but we hear him. He wrote and performed two tracks for the film. Uh, those are called The Midas Touch and One Man Army. Wow. Um, while we're talking about musicians, uh, I have to I have to call out all three Beastie Boys because they're they're credited they're credited <laughs> here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all three. Like they're credited clip. here. Like if you look through the credits, like they're all listed separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. They're credited here, and they're also credited in. All of the Star Trek reboot movies, like oh, uh, yeah. the, sabotage, you know, right? And because they just kept using that song, J.J. Uh, Abrams must love that song mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, the 2009 Star Trek reboot is about a young Jim Kirk who's an orphan yep. and he can't get adults to believe in him. Yep. <laughs> and then that so- sabotage starts in that song. <laughs> Same thing. Adam Yock, rest in peace. He died, right? I'm not remembering that wrong. Yeah. Yes, yes, okay. he is one of the Beastie Boys, and he is dead. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, Mike D was kind of a puss. Anyway, what am I doing here? Let's hey! No, he's fine, <laughs> he's fine. I'm teasing, I like them all. Whatever, man. Uh, the album, uh, Paul's Boutique, greatest greatest rap album I own. I love that album. Yep. All right, moving on to the Star Trek grade, or sound, Star Trek, soundtrack grade. <laughs> I give it an LTN for Like the Natural. Uh, all the all the licensed songs were fine, but the, the actual score seemed very, like, I don't know. Didn't like the Danny Elfman score. No, I liked there, it. Didn't? I liked it. Okay, it was good. It just reminded me of that kind of like I don't right, know, right. hit the ball into the lights, win the game, yeah, change the right. world. And it, it just reminded me of How to Train Your Dragon, but like uh, not quite as good, <laughs> not not quite that level. Also, just now hearing that was Elfman, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Danny Elfman. He's uh, yeah. he's, yeah. he's, oh, he's, he's all right. He's no, he's not only a lad anymore. All right, moving on. <laughs> let's do the uh twitter post this is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less let's start with randy real steel a realistic depiction of what happens when you unexpectedly get invited to a fancy party and everyone there is kind of quiet and this one woman offers you a lot of money but your kid is there and you can't mm. take her up on it just like a saturday night at Evitt's house mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, perfect that led right yeah it's almost lubed up and ready to go all right uh, Brian Dunaway, your turn. Real steel, like finding a $5 movie from 2011 in the bargain bin at Walmart. I'll give you $3. No, $2.50? I'll take it. Now that's a real steal. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about those irritating little kids at the beginning. They were Those rats. were the yeah. uh, director's kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all of them. Well, sense. I was wondering, one of, I think one of them was Jennifer Gray's. I was looking. I, I didn't see her listed at all. I, I looked up her. The actress that's what I did too. is yeah, Stella Gray. I think the little yes, one. That's the that's the uh, actress. And they, she was they were, not in, and she was not listed. So if she was in there, right. it was uncredited. If you if you see the uh, the promotional stuff, you'll see that there are pictures of the, all three of them together. I mean, it explains why there. they would be there. But, sure. Right. Yeah. Sure. But I don't guess so. Maybe not. Maybe they just got some free tickets and they're like, Maybe. "Hey, I'm Jennifer Gray. Let's exactly. go see this movie." Yeah, we didn't really say it, but I just want to give some props to the movie for good CGI. Real, it yes. holds up. Yeah. All very really competent. Good. Very yeah. competent. Yeah, there were times I forgot I was looking at robot, like uh, CGI robots. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and 
the standing still stuff is actually real. They had some, yeah, they had some puppetry right. going on. Right. But, some some real stuff. But like when that thing tackled the the bull, that's that was bad. That was badass. What? Didn't that was shitty. CG. Yeah, it looked looked great. <laughs> Hate to bring it to you, totally CG. Um, all right, what? finally, Brian Ibbett. This is going to be my shortest one. Why 280 characters when I only need 12? Mm. Real steel. Tropodope. Tropodope. <laughs> nice. I see Nailed what it. you did. I see what you did. You combined some yeah. boxing. Combine yeah. Ropodope, yeah. which is mm-hmm. the art of letting a boxer run out of steam right. mm-hmm. and then exactly. taking him out right. with right. trope, trope, you see. Yeah, like a yeah, movie yeah. full of tropes. There were a yeah. lot of tropes. Ah, it's perfect. It's perfect. You've baked a cake. We're eating it. <laughs> All right, moving on to these emails. We get a lot of emails here on the show. I want to, by the way, just give a quick special thanks. I did a little math over the week, and um, turns out FilmSack, by a fair order of magnitude, gets more emails than any other show no. we do. Yeah, because well, we know. get so much shit wrong. I guess so. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's a, I feel like it's my job to <laughs> inspire people to <laughs> argue and complain. Sure. Uh, most of them, and I have to say, most of them are just awesome. You guys are just great. So here's a one. Uh, filmsack at gmail.com is where these come. We got one from Old Man Burns who says, um, I was sitting in the office waiting to get my COVID shot, and I shouted, uh, ricochet. Uh, I was listening to Filmsack, and I heard you talk about John Lithgow and didn't know of any movie that he was so crazy in, so I started yelling ricochet at the top of my lungs. I had my earbuds in, so I didn't. <laughs> so, so nobody knew that I was listening to something, and I forgot I was in a public place. Love the show, Old Man Burns. That's fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. By the way, I love that uh, when you pronounce the emphasis on Old Man Burns, it sounds oh. like something you need to have looked at. As <laughs> right, right. Old Man Burns. Old Man Burns. Yeah. Ooh, he's got some Old Man Burns on there. Yeah. Or he's Old Man Burns. Yeah. Right. right. I don't exactly. know why I did it the other way, but get those looked at. All right, Pete wrote in, too, and said, just discovered your show and love it. I love when we hear from new people. Uh, been listening to the back catalog to every movie I've seen, which sadly is way too many of these. Um, on the Cliffhanger episode, you mentioned that you didn't know so, or you didn't know that uh, Michael Rooker was in Mallrats. At the end of the mm, episode, right. you brought up Claire Forlani. Claire Forlani. Claire Forlani. Uh, she, was, uh, she was my main girl in Mallrats, and Rooker played her father a bald business owner who hates the mall rats. I thought it was a great coincidence that Claire Forlani just randomly came up in your conversation, says Pete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Always something to talk about. See, that's why we get so many of these emails. So thanks for that correction and the, and the, uh, the, uh, the uh, letting us know. And also for that other ricochet thing, because that's hilarious. And I hope you didn't get in trouble for that because, you know, public. <laughs> They're not so easy on people yelling ricochet for no reason. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, filmsack at gmail.com is where you want to send those emails. Keep them coming. We love them. And uh, our next film will be Amazon Prime Zone. Well, they don't own it, but it's on there. Space Truckers. Yeah. Space Truckers. This feels like primordial film sack business. I don't even know what it is. Never yeah. I think it. I saw this uh, like on Showtime or HBO or something back in the day. I had no clue what it was. 1996. Was like, it's been a bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 1996. Got some Dennis Hopper in there. Yeah. Uh, Charles yep. Dance. So you got George your, uh, Went. Norm is in it. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. George Went. Who? Oh, um, Stephen Dorff. Just, Debbie oh, Mazar. Oh, right. I know her. She's cool. Do we know Ian Beadle or Tim Lone? Uh, this we will is, next week. Casting's weird. They have that in a weird order. Maybe it's by uh-huh. name. I don't know. It, or appearance. I think it's by appearance. Oh, yeah. In, in order of appearance, yeah. sure. Sandra Dickinson First, plays yeah. Bitchin' Betty. Oh, it's going to be great. 
Yeah. So space truckers, a space trucker and his cute fiance are on their way from a space station to Earth with an unknown cargo when space pirates hijack them. 5,000 dis... What? Disintegrator well, spoilers, robots right? are found in the cargo. A whole bunch of robots. Oh, shit. You can't spoil this. Oh, disintegrator. <laughs> they spelled it wrong in the description. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. Part, I, I just want to say, like, the, the reason we're watching this movie is because of the name. This is clearly a movie <laughs> that was named before anything else, before right. a word was written on a script. Yeah. This yeah. was the name of this movie. And it, it's like, uh, you know, like somebody just plays Mad Lib sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, look at that! Yeah, under undersea robot fighting—that's right. going to be the name of our movie. Yeah. Now we have to figure out what it's about. Yeah. Like, right. I if you finish See, that project, yeah. I might watch it. Sure. See, Space Truckers, it it. It, you know, it titillizes the imagination. I'm like, yeah, I would see that title and go, I'm watching Space Truckers. If it was sitting next to Real Steel, I'd go, I'm definitely going to watch Space Truckers. Did, did you just say he said titillize? Yeah, yeah titillizes. titillizes. He think he meant he meant titill- like titillate and tantalize come together. <laughs> Something, to like that. Something where like can that. I guess my tag. That's my tagline today. 28 down, Brian. 28 down. 10 titillizes. 28 down, titillizes. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> there you go. Um, I just shared the poster <laughs> with you guys, and everyone at home, I dare you to go look at it. It's for Space Truckers, and it is the most ni- mid-90s ass art yeah. treatment I've ever yes, seen. Look at that. that like, that's actually not the original cover art, I think, though. That's like... Is it? Is that like the twenty? Is, that's like the twenty fifth anniversary Blu-ray that or something. Shit. That is garbage. Yeah, that's actually. It good. looks like I'm looking at the Firelands. Is what I'm looking at. There. Yeah, we could probably find another one, but yeah, um, the ship itself looks a lot like the Yamato from um, Star Blazers, which yes. is uh, a weird thing I've been watching lately. So anyway, we'll get into it. That's next week here on Film Sack. It's on Prime. So if you want to watch along, do your homework. It's uh, available to you now on Amazon Prime Video. All right. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. Hey, a reminder, filmsack.com is our website. Yes, you know it. You love it, so go find it. It's filmsack.com. If there's a movie you think we have done or haven't done and want to find out more, go to quicksack.ly. It's also linked on our main page, but that'll tell you what we've seen before, and you can search by name and numbers and all that stuff. Oh, that one. That cover's even worse, Brian. Holy shit. (laughs) I'm just saying, if this movie was called Beyond the Sky or, you know, up, up to the stars or something. I would have never cared. We wouldn't be watching it. Yeah, right. It's the name. It's the name. Yeah. It's always in the name. So anyway, uh, oh, and also uh, we're on Twitter, FilmSack. FilmSack at gmail.com is our email address. Give us reviews wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, that's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Uppercut. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.